0: In Alabama Ag in Review for the week of September 14th, we check in on why it seems agriculture receives the brunt of any tariff retaliation aimed at the U.S. China is considering possible tariff retaliation against U.S. chicken products after President Obama sided with U.S. labor unions to impose a 35 percent duty on imported Chinese tires. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack notes that while we often hear about a trade deficit, the U.S. actually holds a trade surplus in agriculture. And unfortunately, that may be one reason why it often sees the brunt of any retaliation.
1: I think it's important for America's farmers and ranchers to understand that this administration is going to stand up for them is going to strongly object if China makes an effort to try to focus attention away from what they're doing in tires, which clearly is not appropriate, to what we are doing in agriculture, which clearly is appropriate. We have extraordinary productivity. We are doing this pursuant to a rule-based system and a science-based system, and there is no reason why another country should try to even the score, if you will, by focusing on agricultural products.
0: Former USDA trade advisor Paul Drazik says that retaliation could go further to include even more sensitive items.
1: You could start to see soybean
2: exports decrease into China. And uh, if that were to happen, I think it would be widespread speculation that uh, the Chinese government has found a way to limit or reduce imports of soybeans without ever directly... It to this action on tires.
0: The fallout is no surprise to food and agricultural groups who warned against possible retaliation in a recent letter to the president. Randall Wiseman checks in with an update on the H1N1 flu virus.
2: Well, the government is doing what it can to be ready in case the H1N1 flu should show up in U.S. swine herds this fall. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack said there is a possibility it could do that.
3: Increasing our surveillance, increasing our monitoring, developing a seed virus making it available to manufacturers, working on creating a vaccine to protect swine herds. If we do detect uh, this virus in swine, we'll work with our state partners, the producer community, the veterinary community to prevent the spread of the virus.
2: The Agriculture Department is working to speed up development of a vaccine for swine against the H1N1 flu.
3: Our hope is that they will take this seed virus and they will refine it and work with it and finalize it to the point where they actually get a vaccine, which they then can produce.
2: USDA officials say they do fully expect H1N1 flu to hit U.S. swine herds this fall and are urging producers to stay alert for symptoms and to report those problem cases.
0: And as we wrap up for this week, we hear from Everett Greiner about dramatic changes facing farming.
4: Global warming, climate change, that debate still goes on across the country. I guess it should, but farmers have reason to be concerned. The House of Representatives had some heated debate recently, and here are some of the statements made. This is the single largest economic threat to farmers in decades, and there's no piece of legislation in Congress that will do more damage to small farmers, and we cannot put the farmer behind the eight ball. Now each of these statements had a counterstatement, of course, but it passed by a considerable margin. But what can we do? I mean, climate change is already having a costly impact on agriculture worldwide. Doing nothing to stop, no, to reverse it is not an option. Once the Senate finishes work, that bill will become law, and then farmers will undergo another round of changes, all of which will hit farmers first uh, and then trickle down to the rest of us.